What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Right 25. Oh, man. You already know what it is. So much to goddamn talk about, people. Um, I guess I've been stirring up the pot a lot lately. And uh, some people have been getting uh, frustrated with me. Uh, you've seen the quotes. Um, or too argumentative, uh, you know, and, th- and things of that nature. Um, some people say I'm just trying to look for arguments. Um, I'll say this though, right? Yeah, and if you guys listen, I, I'm not capping out of the Mets. I already said the Mets suck, so forget all y'all. Um, I think I'm just copping out. Um, you know, I know you guys know I'm a big Commanders fan. You know, I think that, you know, players complaining about Eric Bannon, a bunch of punks, you know, but, you know, we won the first preseason game. Like I said, I don't watch preseason. I think I've only watched three preseason games, and I've been watching football since 1992. So I've only watched three preseason games in my entire life. Um, you know, so, you know, let's wait till we get to the season. Um, you guys already know, you guys know I'm not pleased about playing Josh Hart. Um, 81 million. Um, so obviously, you know, I'm not pleased about that. Okay. But yeah, I guess I didn't talk to you guys about Terrence Crawford either. Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence fight. Um, yeah, Terrence Crawford, the bad man. Gonna be interesting going forward. Um, let's see. We, you know, Earl Spence was a fight at 154. I don't know. He didn't look, he didn't look good. I don't know if he got dehydrated. You know, the cut was bad for him to get down to 147. Um, you know, Terrence Crawford's uh, older than Earl Spence, too. Um, Terrence Crawford didn't once complain about the cut. So, it's got, you know, so, or if he, you know, if there was a problem with the cut, he's kept quiet about it. So, I don't know, Earl Spence. I don't think you want that smoke with Crawford at 154. Um, you know, it, it might get worse. A bigger, stronger Terrence Crawford. I don't think that's a good idea. Um, I think Stephen A. Smith was right. I think Earl Spence Jr. should retire. Um, that wasn't a first. I wasn't a fight. We're seeing a rematch. And he thinks oh, I'm going to be at 154. It's going to be a different fight. I, don't, I think it's going to be a worse fight for him. I think it's going to be a worse fight. That beating he took. I think. It's, yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anthony Joshua knocked out some some scrub. Um, wants to fight Deontay Wilder. That fight should have been happened. These fights need to get happened for these guys to get too old, old, and then like, you know, no one cares. Um, you know, but I see Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, winner of that fight, fight Usyk, and get the belts, and then I'll face, and I'll force Tom, uh, I'll force Tyson Fury to fight. Um. You know, an Anthony Joshua, Anthony Joshua beats Deontay Wilder. But if Deontay Wilder beats Usyk, then we got to see Fury again to get unified belts. It would be nice to see a unification for all four belts in the heavyweight division. That would be nice. Do we, you know, why it hasn't happened yet? It's galactically stupid. Um, that's my personal opinion. But you guys already know that. So I just want to get those talking points um, out of the way. You know, I know the Mets traded everybody away. Um like, you know, I talked to Xavier about this. I Mets should have traded because the, the, they got like nothing back on these trades. 
um, except for relief, which is stupid. I would have traded Scherzer, Verlander, Tommy Pham, Robertson. I would have all those trades that they made. I would have traded them all for Shohei Adani. That would have made sense, and we get Shohei for the next ten years. That makes sense to me. That's what I would have done. You know, we got Ronald Kuna Jr.'s brother. We got to wait two, three years for that. And we don't even know if he'll slap. Everything else you're talking about, we got to wait till 2025, 2026 to know if these trades are going to work out. That's what, that's, what you're, that's, what you, that's what you told us, Mets. And like I said, guys, you know, I've said this on Twitter. I've, you know, or now X, you know, I've said this. Mets fans should not go to City Field the rest of the year. If you already spent money, you should try to sell your tickets. But if I say you don't go to the games rest of the year, you're not gonna you just lost the ticket. Don't support that team. Do not. The rest of the year. Anybody who's gone to a major league baseball game knows this. So you're paying X amount of dollars for the tickets. You know, you, you, nobody really goes to games alone. You're always bringing at least one to two other people. So you spent that's at least two hundred to three hundred dollars you're spending just on the tickets, right? You buy food there, you're, you're, you're spending another $100 just on food for you and somebody else, right? If you get any merchandise, you're spending another 100 bucks. So, and if you get a hotel, you spent two, you know, or one night, two nights, you spend another, two, if you spend two nights, you spend a little over two, 200, um, you know, at least 100, right? Gas, tolls, you spend $500 in one day. For that team. Mets aren't worth that. In my personal opinion. Now if you got that money to blow. Yo do yo thing. I've seen the Mets three times this year. It was a pretty awesome year that I got to do that. Um, so Sergio twice got rocked twice. You know, less, no. No. You know what I'm saying. Even though he's not on the team. This team is it's even worth it even less. Yeah. So I would not support this team. The rest of the year. In my personal opinion, that's what that's what I would do. That's support the same. You're gonna lose your money because I'm saying don't go to the games anymore. But that, that's what, that's what it is. Um, now, back to the horse racing thing, and this is the hypocrisy. And I talked to Xavier about this yesterday, and he and I came to the conclusion, um, especially here in America, we have such an unhealthy relationship. With animals, we really do, in a sense that we have them such like like high regard, right? You know, and nobody was understanding my point when I said about you know when you cheat on your, you know, or, you know whatever if you cheat on your spouse, you know you don't cheat on somebody you love, blah blah blah, this and that. And I said it's just like vacation. And it's like it's apples or oranges, or you're coming out of the way left field. It's the same thing, right? Because if you love your wife, you're not going to cheat on your wife. If you love your spouse, you're not going to cheat on them no matter what. If you love them, right? If you love your job, you're not, why would you take a vacation? Why do you need a vacation for something that you love? You'd want to go to work every day, right? Just like if you have a spouse, right? You want to be with them every day. Now, if you want a vacation from your job, right? If your wife doesn't, you know, give you enough sex or... Your husband doesn't give you enough sex, right? You shouldn't be faulted for looking for that elsewhere. 
it's the same thing. You need a break from your job. You need a break from that having sex. X person can satisfy your needs, right? And giving you sex. Let's say that for an example, right? The vacation satisfies your needs of getting away from your job. Gives you that same gratification. You know you can't be on vacation forever. Just like, you know what I'm saying? It's like this person is only good at one thing and that is smashing you, right? Your wife or spouse gives you that security, takes care of the takes care of the kids, is responsible. You know, the person you're fucking on the side, that is the only thing they are good for. They do not do anything else well in life. Vacation, that is the only thing that is good for. They help you, you know, relax your mind, get away. You know, not be at your job. But you can't be on vacation forever. Right? Right. Some people think they can be on vacation forever. It's like some people think, oh, some people fall in love with the person they're cheating with, even though they shouldn't. You know, it's a delusion. Just like vacation. I'm gonna live this life all the time on the beach. It's a delusion. You know what I'm saying? You can't be on vacation all year round. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I was saying with that. Now with the horse racing, this is what I was saying, the hypocrisy. We talk about nine horses that died during a, during horse racing season, right? When we have 1,300 people die a day, from cigarette smoking. What's what's a bigger issue? Now, some of you guys made this stupid argument. Um, yes, yeah, people choose to smoke. Horses don't choose to race. Um, listen, the horses are bred to be racehorses. Doesn't you know what I'm saying? Right, the mom, the dad, or you know, or either the mom or the dad. One of them was a racehorse. Before, and you breed another breed horse. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you know, that's the genetics of it. That's, you know, that's what they're trying to do. They, you know, and then you train that horse. Right. To be, you know, to be a racehorse. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I just don't understand what the, I just don't understand what the issue is. But I don't know what, so... We need to ban horse racing just because. So, so it's not about a choice. Let's go back to the choice thing, right? So the horse is bred to be a, a racehorse. That's the purpose of that horse is to be a, a racehorse, right? And then it comes with the training, right? To be a racehorse, right? But genetic is but the genetics of that horse. That's you know what I'm saying is not too you know. You know, you know, sometimes people have horses do different things like on a farm or things of that. Like that horse isn't bred for that. <laughs> so the horse can't do those things because that's not what that horse is bred for. The, the horse is the genetic structure to do anything other than that. So I don't understand what people's problem is with horse racing. That horse can't do anything else. But race horse, but but race. So I don't understand what the issue is, right? So choice, we're, your argument's already done with choice, right? Now I know you're saying you can retrain them to do that, right? 
But and this whole thing of animals get abused. Listen, the listen. You think the horses that run at the Kentucky Derby? You think they're abused? Come on, man. Come on. Let let's be realistic, right? This is just a fantasy that you guys come up with, right? About listen. Believe me, especially if the horse is like really good. These horses aren't abused. These horses are an investment. Just like you make an investment with your pet, these horses are an investment. They're not abusing these animals. They're training these animals or training these horses to be proficient at racing horses so they can make money and profit off of the horses. Just like dog breeders, right? You know, feed and train, right? You know, their dogs. Right, so they can be healthy, <coughs> you know, at least the good ones. So, right? so they can sell their dogs for profit. You, so we don't have a problem with that. You know what I'm saying? And I know you guys are saying, right? Well, yeah, fine though. You know, dog breeders. You know, um, no, this is, we don't have an epidemic of you know dog breeders. You know, killing their animals. Okay, I got you. Right. All right. So let's all right. Let's just say that's true. Right. So, like I said before, so if your dog runs out in the middle of the road. Right, right. Even though you love your dog, right, gets hit by a car, right. Let's just say twenty animals today, right. Because we're talking about nine horses in a horse season. We need to ban horse racing. So if twenty dogs get hit by a car, do we need to ban? Are we banning dogs as pets, or are we banning cars? Because that's your argument. You're saying because because they race, because these horse racers are racing, we need to ban horse racing, right? If dogs are dying because they're getting hit by cars, then we shouldn't have dogs as pets because they're running out of homes. We have to protect the dogs, just like we have to protect the horses. So what are we doing? Are we banning cars? Or are we banning dogs? What are we doing, Right. You know, and it's and part of the hypocrisy is now you have people. Wait a minute. So they go on flights, and I've seen it. You've seen it too. So don't even act like you haven't seen it. When I was going, when I went to Miami, I've seen it too. It all people with their pets. They put the pet in a cage, right? Remember, and remember, and everybody's fine with this. So you cage your animal, right? When you're going to, like I said, to like Florida, right? Because you want your dog with you. You want your cat with you in Florida, wherever the hell, right? So you cage your animal, right? And you, and it's not a direct flight. You know, you gotta, you're going to North Carolina. You're going to Atlanta. You're stopping Atlanta. You know, you're walking around. You're getting your eat on. Your dog's not getting their eat on while you're in Atlanta waiting for the, for the next uh, plane. That's not what's going on. You're getting your eat on, you're doing a little shopping, things of that nature, right? You don't see your dog till you get to Florida and you travel from from New York or you travel from Massachusetts. But that's perfectly fine. Dog going X amount of hours, you know, without eating, that's fine. You ate, but your dog didn't eat. But no, but that's fine. You had a drink of water. Your dog didn't have a drink of water. That's fine. And then you guys reunite again when when you touch down. You know. 
And then you, you know, like it's just, it's just, it's, it's just a hypocrite. My personal opinion. They complain about why we should ban horse racing, right? But you guys never want to, you know. And it's funny, some of you see it my way. I've, ha- I've had some support from people, um, and I appreciate, and I appreciate them. They saw where I was coming from. They said, you know, rock, rock, you're right. It's the same difference, but people refuse to see it because they can't imagine it. Because they only see it from their point of view. You know, and like I said, listen, prove me wrong. You're so hard. You're you're so dying to be right. Right. And you just can't fathom that somebody would have a different opinion than you. Because you think because, you know, we live in a society where it's just one opinion and it has to be right. And that's the biggest problem with society, especially with social media. One opinion is not a fact. It's just not. Right. And if and if someone challenges you, now you're the asshole. There's something wrong with you. Why are you supporting horse racing? Why you know what I'm saying? Why you know? Why come you don't care about these nine horses that died? I have to care about these nine horses that died, but you don't give a fuck about the 1,300 people dying a day. We shut down a whole country, right? With uh, you know, when the coronavirus is going on, you know what I'm saying? We shut down. The whole country, the whole world was shut down, right? And it was 99% recovery. You know what I'm saying? 1.1 million people have died from the coronavirus, right? You know, going back from, you know, the early 90s, it's been at least 1,300 people dying a day from from, uh, heart-related disease due to smoking. No one's trying to stop that. But I have we have to stop horse racing over nine horses, but we're not gonna try to end we're not gonna try to end cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? Like no, that, that's hypocrisy. And the thing about this, I'm from upstate New York. Think about this though. If you ban horse racing, what is Saratoga? And don't just tell me about downtown Saratoga, right? That's all fueled with the horse race and the horse racing season. Yeah, obviously there's a horse racing season. What's Saratoga in the you know, mid spring? summer you know no one thinks about that saratoga economy will be crippled if you ban horse racing think about that rollers yeah let's ban horse racing right you're gonna damage communities in the process and let's just say there was a thing where horses you know, you know what though they figured it out no horses ever die again is it an issue no it's not an issue right just like 1300 people dying a day that's not your issue you know what i'm saying you know and just like i said you know and just like i said and no one commented i said listen we want to prevent horse racing we want to we want to stop horses from dying from horse racing we need to end horse racing. great you want to prevent rape ban sex Who's on board? No one said they're on board. Don't even challenge it because you guys thought it was ridiculous. Am I being ridiculous? It's the same thing. You care so much about horses. Oh, now you don't care about people getting raped. Oh, you don't want to have that discussion because the two correlate. Right? It's the same difference. And people don't think like that. I think like that because I want people to realize Think about what you're saying. Whatever you say, take that and flip it to the opposite of what you just said. Right? And then when someone comes at it with a different point of view, I said the same thing you're saying. Right? 
So like I said, 200 pets die a year from getting hit by cars, right? Is that so that's less of a tragedy? Cuz we could just ban pets. Oh, we can't, you know, we can't take away Sparky. Oh, but you want to take you know what I'm saying? You want to ban horse racing though, right? Like I said, there's a community that loves horse racing. You want to cripple Saratoga's economy. You want to take that away. Because we're nine horses that died. I'm suggesting let's ban people owning pets so we don't have dogs getting hit by cars. Oh, no, no, no. That's not going to happen to my dog. Yeah, you know what, though? The 200 people that, you know, that had their dogs killed, they all said the same thing. How'd that work out? But we want to ban it for nine horses, but 200 dogs die from, oh no, you can't take my dog away. Oh, we can't take your dog away, but we need to stop horse racing because nine horses died. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, think about how you bought your animal too, right? So... You know, I've been to, you know, you've been to the balls, you've been to some of these places where these animals are caged up, right, sold for profit. They're caged all day. All day they're caged. That's okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, but now they're in a nice loving home now. Gotcha. That's okay. It's all right for that. But for what a horse is bred to do, that's, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and the argument is they don't have a choice. Great. Your dog didn't, your dog that you bought that was caged, your dog didn't choose to be caged. Your dog didn't choose to be sold for profit. Oh, but that's okay though, right? So you can't use the animal didn't choose to race horses. You can't use it as an argument because your animal didn't choose you to own them either. Right? You weren't frocking in the woods and the dog just came to you. Now, some animals, I agree. Some people find pets that way. And that's fine, right? And they just don't leave, right? But but think about this, though. For the ones who didn't, the ones who didn't, right? You're a hypocrite because that dog didn't choose you. You went to such and such place for an animal, you paid so-and-so for that animal, and you took that animal home. That animal did not choose you. So stop saying the horse didn't choose to race, right? Because the horse wouldn't choose to race, right? Right? That animal initially didn't choose you. Right? Right. And some of you who, you know, spayed and neutered your animals, your your animal didn't choose that either. You did that on your own. So stop it. Stop the hypocrisy. It's not my fault. Right. You know, you know, some of you can't think outside of the box. It's not all of you. Because, you know, if I've had some people, you know, support me and, you know, and the things what I'm saying um, you know, shout, shout out to my, uh, my cousin VJ, shout out to, you know, shout out to, uh, Xavier, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, for, for supporting me and, you know, and where I was coming from, you know what I'm saying? Um, like, yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? You know, thank you for, you know, I'm glad, you know, it's, you know, it's like, it's almost like, yo, I'm glad you pointed that out. You know what I'm saying? Cause low key, right. You know, 
some of you don't want to hear this. Your friends are getting tired of it too with these damn stupid posts. You're getting tired of reading it too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then when you get called out on it, oh, oh, rock, you're the bad guy. You don't give a fuck about horses. Well, you don't give a fuck about 1,300 people dying today. Okay. The, the dogs that get hit by cars, you don't give a fuck about them either. I, I should just take them away. Then we'll stop it. You want to take horse racing? Like, Great. Let's take your dog away. That way your dog doesn't get hit. We don't have to worry about your dog getting hit by a car. You know what I'm saying? It's it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. And then listen, and I, when I you know, and when I make a comment, listen, if you can out argue me, I will concede to your argument. I will. I'm not a punk ass bitch. If I see it your way, and believe me, I'm trying to see it your way. I want you to. I want you to. The problem is you. You know, a lot of you guys just believe that you're so right. It you can't be out argued. You're just so correct. It's horses that are dying. You know, right? What is the issue? Why do you have an issue against that? I don't have an issue against that. But if you think about things in a bigger context, right? Why is I'm saying to you? Why is this such an bigger? Why is this such an issue to you? For nine horses, when we have thousands of people dying every day. You know, we have hundreds of people experience X trauma a day, but, you know, but there's, you know, uh, you know, no one's being encouraged to try to solve this problem, bring awareness, right? Or there, you know, are there are people being awareness, but we're too busy worried about nine horses, but we're not worried about heart disease, which is the number one killer in America, right? We're not worrying about stopping that. Right. And it's also most likely the most preventable, which is the number one killer in America. We're not worried about that. I'm trying to figure that out. But we got to worry about horse, about nine horses that died. I got to worry about that. You know what I'm saying? What? Like I said, I just don't understand where y'all are coming from. And you guys keep on saying the whole thing about, uh, um, yeah, it's, you know, horses don't choose. Like, and then I come back with you. Your pet didn't choose you. Then you guys get all quiet because you know I'm right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't like that. You don't like me saying that because it's the truth. You want your truth as the absolute truth because you come with hard numbers. Great. I came with the absolute truth as well. And you never have a response for that. So it's all right for you to own a pet, right? You know, some people make their pets, you know, vegetarians and vegans, even though their teeth are sharp enough to tear through flesh because that was it. That was its design by nature. Their pet was supposed to eat meat, right? You know, but you make your pet vegetarian, you, you know, castrate your dogs. Or if you have a female dog, your female dog never, you know, Never ever gets to have sex. So you you know you deny that, but you don't deny yourself of having sex. Yeah, you don't think about that. I don't even own an animal, and I think about that. But you don't think about that because it's all about you and your happiness. 
Oh, I love it when my dog curls up with me on the couch while I'm watching Netflix. See, that's what the fuck you think about. But you don't think about how your dog feels. You're getting it in. Your dog's not getting it in. But it's all about you, though. That's my issue. You know, and, you know, and my, my friends uh, brought up the fact about uh, therapy dogs. You know, that dog didn't choose to be a therapy dog. That dog chose to be a therapy dog. I'm sorry, that dog didn't choose to be a therapy dog. You made that dog a therapy dog. So it's all right to make a dog a therapy dog, but it's not all right for somebody to make their uh, a horse a racing horse. That's, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just hypocritical. It, it really is. You know, and there's only, and the same person, you know, you know, people are, you know, they're gambling on, uh, on animals, um, you know, and that's wrong. But I don't understand why it's wrong to gamble on an animal. What What's wrong with that? Right. As long as some, as long as there's something where there's an outcome that is going to happen, something is going to get gambled on. Now we now we have to be question about the morality of of gambling. Why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shoot, you know, we, you know, we have to have different categories of what is morally acceptable and unacceptable. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's it's just stupid, and you can't you can't even properly explain why it's wrong to gamble. Hit them, right. If there's a market for it, a market is going to a market is going to exist, right? You know what I'm saying? Are there something? Obviously, there's things in life morally, you know, questionable. Uh, you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, what I'm saying. Do I think we should, you know, uh, you know, take children out of school? You know, put them at work at age four? No, I do no. You know, things of that nature. No. Oh, okay. We need to, you know. There's different stages in development, you know, um, you know, that, you know, that children need to go through, you know, so I don't think my son needs, you know, need, you know, needs to be working fast food. He's 13. I don't think he needs to be working right now. You know, enjoy your childhood because believe me, it, you know, as we all know, as adults, you know, shoot, you know, life is short, man. Those 18, you know, those first 18, 19 years fly. <laughs> We all know that it's the next eighteen years. That's the that's the damn drag. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, obviously, there's you know things that we shouldn't be doing as a society, or you know, I don't think you know kindergartners. You know, you know, you know, you know, if you're in kindergarten, if you're five, six years old, you should be marrying a grown man, or you should be you know, a grown woman, or you should be you know, or they should be marrying each other. Like hell no. You know, we don't need to see child marriages. You know, like, you know, things of that nature. Obviously, yes, you know, there are limits, you know, to what people should be doing and things that are morally acceptable and unacceptable. I'm not saying we should live in a free society where anything goes. I don't think heroin should be sold in Walmart. You know, go to the pickup. Yeah, I want to pick up my heroin today. No, I'm not saying that. You know, I'm not one of those that doesn't do anything bad to me. I don't care. You know, I don't do heroin, so I don't care. No, heroin should not be sold at Walmart. Or, you know, you get a pick up, uh, you know, I don't even know how it works. 
Yeah, let me pick, let me pick up the needles at uh, Rite Aid <laughs> at, at the drive-thru. And, you know, I'm going to shoot up in the parking lot before I go to work. No. <laughs> no, we... No, they, you know, that's why we have certain laws of praise. We need to protect ourselves from ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Just like in MMA, right? You know, when it, you know, when a referee stops a fight, yeah, you need to protect that fighter. Or if a guy's getting, you know, he's, you can see him being punch drunk. He wants to prove how much of a man he is. No, you live the fight another day. No. You know, and we've seen fights where trainers, they throw their guy back out there, which is, is fucking stupid. Like, no, why would you throw your guy back out there or throw your girl back out there? No, that's why we need to have rules in place. And I'm not saying we shouldn't have rules in place. You know, I don't like to see a guy getting beat up to death. till he's unconscious. If it's one shot and he's unconscious, that's one thing. You know, saying get kicked in the head, you know, but, if he, you know, and a random head kick and he, you know, knocks out, goes unconscious. You know, it's cool and unfortunate at the same time, as we know. But if the guy's getting kicked for 20 minutes and he's stumbling around and his dumbass just doesn't fall down because he's got a head or, you know, sort of a head of rock and he just doesn't go down because, you know, you know, because he's, you know, he's kind of tough. And he's taking these shots that a normal person wouldn't take. Well, you got to still stop the fight just because a normal person can't handle that threshold and pain. It's still not fun to watch. Like, damn, yo, you should probably stop this fight and let's get on with the next fight because this fight's over anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want people to think like I'm just like this abhorrent person um, where I don't care about anything and I'm just trying to be argumentative. I do have standards. I do have morals. You know, and I don't want this narrative coming out that I do not have any of these things. And I know I can get these construed with normality of society because I'm saying if you cheat on your woman or you cheat on your man, yeah, I have no problem with that. And if you don't like it, listen, if you don't like giving blowjobs, you just fucking start, you need to fucking start taking that L, okay? You don't like eating your woman out and she wants to get eaten out, then brother, you need to start eating your woman out and get over it. Or whatever the fuck else she wants to do or he wants to do. And you try to do it. You know, professionally and the best you can. That's why I said that in my podcast, be great at everything. Because so many, so many people think, oh, I'm great with my kids. You're great with your kids, but you suck at your job. <clears throat> and then you get fired. Right? Because you don't try hard at your job, but you want to try so hard to be the cool parent. Now you're, now you're jobless in between work. But you can't provide for your kids. That doesn't make you a great parent. Because you're always there for them. It doesn't make you a great parent. You know. If you go. What makes you a great parent is if your kids. They see that work ethic. Right. And you motivate them to apply that work ethic. Right. And at at the same time. You're there for your kids. And you know what I'm saying. You spend the most time with them as possible. At the same time. You're proficient at your job. Um, as possible, you're proficient with your partner as possible. You got to go all out in everything. Yes, everything. And there's all there's a whole misconception. It's one of the biggest misconceptions of all time. The misconception is right that if you're great at your job, right, you're going to be too depleted mentally and physically to be great with your husband your wife or with your kids that is not true 
That is a misconception that has been put out. Right. You know, yes, we are always taught that specialization is the key to success. Right. Especially if you're a business major. Yes, that's what we are taught to be proficient at one thing. I, yes, that is true on some things, right? You guys, you got, if anybody was a business man, Johnny mows the lawn in 30 minutes, but washes the dishes, you know, in 15 minutes, you know, but, Mar- but Marie mows the lawns and, you know, in 20 minutes, and she takes, and but she takes 30 minutes to, you know, to wash the dishes, right? Johnny should never wash the dishes and Maria or Marie should never mow the lawn. You're right. You know, in a sense of that, you're right. But this doesn't mean that Johnny can't learn from Marie how to wash dishes faster. And it doesn't mean Marie can't learn from Johnny how to mow the lawn faster. Right. Maybe Johnny has a special technique that he does. And that's why. Or maybe he mows it fast, but he's not proficient. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. You got to put all that into context. It's just saying that one thing. Right. So, you know, me, I try to be the best at this as much as I can. I try to be best at my job the most as I can. I try to be best at being a father uh, the best I can. Because that's what you have to do. It is not impossible. I go all out in my workouts. That's what you have to do. You know. And people think, think, oh, I just got to be great at one thing and that's it. No, you don't. You're, you're not going to suffer with everything else. You're not. That's something that you told yourself. If you told yourself that, you could untell yourself that. And that's why I say to people all the time, no one told you to feel a certain way. You told yourself that. And yes, yeah, some things freaking suck. You know what I'm saying? And I got it. Right? Yeah, it freaking sucks waking up early in the morning, working out before work. Yeah, it freaking sucks. But if I want to look a certain way, perform athletically a certain way, then that's what the hell I have to do. Even though it sucks. And there's mornings I don't feel like doing it. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. And you got to get over it. There's days, like I said, you guys don't want to go to work, but you still go through it. There's sometimes you don't want to hear your kids BS. You hear your kids BS anyway. Some of you don't want to hear your kids BS. And that's why your kids are acting a damn fool all the goddamn time. Because you don't give them any damn attention. And that's all they want is damn attention. But you don't want to listen. Because you had a tough day at work. So everybody's got to be sympathetic for you. But you ain't going to be sympathetic for your kids. You know what I'm saying? And if your kids are always acting a damn fool, it's your responsibility to get them right. Whether you like it or not. Like I said, that's why you got to be great at everything. You got to go all out on everything. Because if you don't, someone else is outworking you. And believe me, sometimes you have to invent the fact that someone is outworking you. 
If it's got to push you. You got to do what you got to do. Michael Jordan would do that all the time. You know what I'm saying? He'd read something in a newspaper and that would motivate him. Oh, you said this up even in a newspaper. It might have been, you might have been tired, but somebody said something to him in a newspaper. Oh, I got to go out there. I'm going to drop 45 tonight. I'm going to drop 50 tonight. That's what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Kobe Bryant, that's what he that's what he decided. He decided, you know what though? I, he put he said he put so much emphasis on basketball. You gotta watch Kobe Bryant's music. I just I just watched it again yesterday. He said he put so much focus on basketball, he lost focus on everything else. He lost the focus on his family. And he said, No, 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 no. He said, I gotta make this change. Because if not, I'm going to lose my wife. I'm gonna lose my kids. So the same effort he put into basketball, he put into Vanessa and his kids. You know, he put the effort in getting the endorsements. He said, I got to be great at everything. And that's my motivation to y'all. Be great at everything, right? Let's do some critical thinking, right? Let's, before we start liking things, before we start reposting things, before we start retweeting things, let's do some critical thing and be like, wait a minute, what if the opposite thing was said? Or what if something else in the same context was said? Is that statement still true? We need to ban horse racing because nine horses died, right? Right. We got the statistics, right? From uh, one out of every six American women has been a victim of an attempted or completed rape in their lifetime. Right. So that's what? Almost 20% of women. 20% of women in the United States. How scary is that? Maybe we should ban sex. That way, that way, one out of six women in America. Remember, we have three hundred thirty million American uh, Americans. Let's just say one hundred fifty thousand are women, right? I'm blowballing. We'll say 170,000 men. I think there's more women. Let's just say there's more. I'm going to say there's more women. I'll, I'll lowball for you. 150 million women in America. Right? So 20 million of them have ever been a victim of, rape, of an attempted or completed rape. 20 million women in the United States of America. So you want me to cry over nine dead horses, but 20 million women, 20 million women in America have either been raped or has been attempt. Let's just say half were raped. Fuck it, let's not even say half. Let's just, fuck it. Out of the 20 million, let's say a million were raped. What's more, what's more tragic, 
a million women getting raped in America or nine dead horses. This is Rock 25. Chill with the craziness. And remember, be great at everything.